0: Welcome to Unlocking the Truth, a podcast where we discover God's truth for ourselves. Do you want to know how to better study God's Word? Then participate in one of our free online workshops or join one of our online Bible studies. There's tons of times and options to choose from. Head to our website to register now at www.preceptministries.ca. On our website, you can also get connected to our social media pages and join our email list to stay updated on the many things God is doing through Preset Ministries. We want to hear from you. If you have been impacted by these podcasts, then we want to know. Email us your testimonies to info at We can't wait to hear about how God is working in your life. Now, stay tuned for Unlocking the Truth, a study on the book of 2 Peter.
1: Hello everyone, it's Mark Sheldrake here, and this is Unlocking the Truth podcast 2021, folks. Can you believe it? Happy New Year, so glad that you are back joining us on the podcast uh, bi-weekly. We're going to be working through 2 Peter over the next number of weeks. I think it's going to be almost three months by time. Uh, We do this on a bi-weekly basis. So I'm hoping that you are going to study along with us, that you'll visit our website, preceptministries.ca, that you will get the Precept Upon Precept book in New American Standard or ESV or the New Inductive Study Series and join along. This is it, folks. This is the year that if you've just been listening to to this that you would grab something and study along. We want to engage uh, people in a relationship with God through knowing his word. We want believers to be studying the scriptures. And this book, this book of 2 Peter that we're going to be working through, not only is it my favorite book, but it is a, a timely book for where we're at Alright, so uh, so looking forward to this uh, So let's take some time Let's uh, pray Let's commit this before the Lord And then let's dig into uh, The overview week and, and really why we need to study This book uh, Let's pray together Father, we do thank you For the time uh, that we have In this moment To be able to uh, sit back and, and study and listen to uh, the words uh, that have been written by Peter, Father, we pray that as we walk through the text over the next number of weeks, that uh, you would guide us through the Scriptures. That nothing would be said that is not of your Word. That uh, alarm bells would begin to ring in the ears of those who are listening at the as they watch and they look around uh, at the culture that we are living in. So, Father, I pray. I pray that uh, this would be um, a ministry opportunity for this podcast to just have a great impact on the lives of those who are listening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, folks, I've got to tell you, it has been probably 15 weeks since I sat behind the microphone and began to uh, walk through the text. I'm trying to uh, think back that far. It's a lot has happened in those uh, number of weeks. I've spent um, pretty much most of uh, October, November, and December uh, dealing with pneumonia and just struggling through um, breathing and trying to get all of that COVID-19 scares, all of that stuff, hospital trips. You you won't imagine some of the stuff that uh, has gone on just just crazy, but I'm so thankful. I know that a number of people were praying, uh, not only for my health, but also for others that are dealing with uh, these respiratory infections that are going around or the fears that are uh, being brought back up again as this second wave or third or whatever this is has really um, come back in full force. I know it's come back in full force uh, here in Ontario. And just looking at, um, it seems like this COVID-19 thing is never going to end. And we're starting to see a lot of frustration, a lot of people that are, you know, not wanting to pay attention to the experts anymore because of the experts really don't know about something that's so new. And... They're just doing their thing. And uh, we need to hang tight, folks. I believe that God is teaching each and every one of us a lesson in what's happening here, uh, a lesson in how to be creative in getting the gospel out because churches are not meeting. That's one part. I also think that God is teaching us to, to rely on him. Uh, there's plenty of opportunities right now for us to have spend some more time in God's word. And I've got to admit to you that come January 1st, um, just even over all of this stuff that's been happening in the United States of America, I've I've decided, I've put my foot down, and I've decided I'm I'm dropping some of the social media platforms that I've paid attention to. Namely, one, I've just gotten rid of Twitter. I haven't gotten rid of Twitter because Guys like Donald Trump have got banned. I've gotten rid of Twitter because it just feeds and breeds hate. It just feeds um, anger in people, and it's become a platform of where a, in 160 characters, you can completely vilify people, and I just don't see any good in that right now. I know that people are will will say, well, you have an opportunity to present the gospel there. I don't see any good in it. And since just walking away from that, just walking away at the beginning of the year, I'll tell you a couple of things that uh, are going to lead right into this podcast that I've been able to, to pick up and do with the time that I've had. One, I've committed to reading a book a week through this year. 52 books. Last year, I read 20 books. This year, I want to read 52 books. And uh, so I'm working on that. And man, do I have enough time to be able to do that? It's fantastic. Too. the other thing that I've decided, I'm going to stick through. I've had a, a dream and a passion of mine for a really long time to learn another instrument, and so I have picked up piano. I've been playing piano for about 10 days now, and I'm playing jingle bells, folks, with two hands. And so I'm pretty excited about the very fact that all this time is coming about. But uh, some of the books that I've been digging into... Some of these books that I've been digging into have been feeding uh, the desire to dig back into 2 Peter. I chose to do 2 Peter almost 15 weeks ago and then started to look at the culture around us and what's going on in the church and what's happening with people. And here I am again in this point of 2 Peter is where we need to be. So I'm going to give you a couple of great books that if you want to... um, Go back and and read these books. And you're probably thinking to yourself, wait a minute, this is a precept podcast. We just want to stick with precept books. Well, there's a couple of books that I find really great and even, wait for it, a podcast that would be great for you to listen to uh, to supplement what you're getting here. All right, the first book is called Another Gospel by Alyssa Childers. All right, so I want you to just... Um, if you have the opportunity and you are a reader, go get that book and start to read it and learn about some of this progressive Christianity that is infiltrating the church. I promise over the next number of weeks, we will address the progressive church movement, but on the point of how it doesn't align to Scripture and what it's doing to people, because that's what Peter is going to talk about in Second Peter. The other book is called Uh, saving christianity by michael yusuf all right so uh, i'll just make sure uh, i get that title right for you because there is a book called saving christianity but it is uh basically that the progressive movement will save christianity so let's let's make sure we get that right yep saving christianity michael yusuf the danger in undermining our faith and what you can do about it so two great books that uh, really are in the beginning. If you follow on so my myself on social media, uh, you will see I put a quote through. Uh, just about how we need to stick to the Word of God. And that's what Unlocking the Truth podcast is. Let's look at the Word of God. What does it say? Let's interpret it. Let's apply it. That's what about precepts all about in the inductive Bible study method. Observe, interpret, apply. And so we are in this position right now where there is no greater time for us to be studying second peter so if you were with us and you attended the hold fast conference and you participated uh with kay and david in that i'm so thankful that you participated again i cannot believe that covid has completely uh destroyed the opportunity for kay and david to be in canada live and uh due to the the diagnosis of Kay's parkinson it doesn't look like we're going to be able to to have those conferences in the future in a live place. But we know that we've got those things on tape. And if you want to go back, they walk through 1 Peter, and they do a fantastic job. That's why we're picking up at 2 Peter, because they've already completed 1 Peter. So uh, 1 Peter, real quick, it's all about suffering. It's how to uh, endure suffering. The timing of the Hold Fast Conference in the midst of a pandemic uh, this year in November or last year in November, uh, was just this call of you've got to hold fast. You've got to hold fast. Hold fast to the truth of God's word. Second Peter uh, is has a different message altogether, and the message of Second Peter in that overall focus is false teachers and false teaching. All right. So what we're going to be looking at over the next number of weeks is how do we live in the world that we're living in, in 2021, where it's almost impossible to decipher truth within the world. So now we're going to look at this and we're going to say um the, the subject heading and the marketing picture is growing in the knowledge of God. And that's how Second Peter ends. But what we're going to look at over the next number of weeks is, man, there is so much deception out in this world right now. Uh, the, the term in the last four years of fake news has been coined. We don't know who is telling the truth. We don't know uh, truly what is a lie. But the one thing we can count on is God's word and God's promises. That's the only truth that we need to know. But As we get closer and closer to the return of Jesus Christ, God's word, too, will come under attack. And that's the one thing that, uh, before we kind of dig into the overview, the one thing that both Michael Yusuf and Alyssa Childers point out in their books is they say that nothing when it comes to false teaching, absolutely nothing has changed since Genesis chapter 3. And you see, in Genesis chapter 3, when the serpent came to Eve, he started to the discussion with Eve. Did God really say that? And in that moment of the serpent questioning God's word and Eve getting into a conversation with Satan is the beginning of the fall of humanity. And that's the problem. That the world we live in right now, in 2021, I've got to make sure I get that right because we're really early in 2021, you know. Remember, remember the days when you used to write checks and you, you would still write the old date? It's 2021, but in this date, in this day and age, this is how false teaching is infiltrating the church it's not infiltrating the church with a big bang and a big ruckus and a you know i'm walking in here with with a loud voice and guys i'm proclaiming that i'm going to teach in a false way i'm proclaiming that i'm not going to fully teach the word of god no they're starting with a conversation does the bible really say that about the sanctity of marriage Does the Bible really say that homosexuality is a sin? Does the Bible really say this? Let's have a conversation about it. And in that conversation you have the opportunity if you are one who is proclaiming and teaching a false doctrine then you can put your statements forward and begin to question those and those who are not really grounded in the word can have their foundation rocked they can be um pushed a little bit to to think does that really say that does it really say in the word that god's word is true, that you can count on his promises. Does God really say that he is coming back? And if he is coming back, where is he? So this is, this is where we're at, folks. But it's so interesting that this new Christianity that's being proclaimed in some churches across North America, this new Christianity, there's nothing new about it. There is nothing new, and we're going to look at that as we walk through, but there is nothing new since the beginning of, of uh, God's Word. All right? nothing new brought in 2020 that hasn't been brought throughout you know the 1500s, 1600s, 1700s. you, you name it. all right so when, when you hear that there's something new, there's nothing new. God closed the book, 66 books of the Bible, um, thousands of years ago, and that's it. That's the truth that we have, and we stick to that truth. So here we have Peter. Peter, uh, who wrote this letter, he is the one who uh, would speak up too quickly walking with Jesus. He is the one who witnessed the transfiguration of Jesus. He's the one who heard the voice of God say, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. This is the one who walked on water, looked around from right to left, and then fell. This is the one who denied Jesus three times, and then Jesus gave him an opportunity to restore. This is the one who, uh, by church tradition, is believed to be the one who was crucified upside down because he did not want to face the same death as the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the one who brought the gospel to Cornelius this Peter is the one who is so passionate about God's Word and 2nd Peter is the very last letter that he is ever going to pen these words in 2nd Peter are the last words that he will speak before his death and so what he's doing in this passage is he is preparing Uh, His people, the people who have been following, the people who are scattered all over the place, he is preparing them for his departure by wanting them to remember everything that they've been taught. In light of them being all in separation, not together uh, within um, Jerusalem or within Israel, they're all over the place. Um, We see in 1 Peter, and I'll take you to First Peter quickly, uh, and you'll see all of the locations in which Peter is writing to. He says, to those who reside as aliens, First Peter chapter 1, uh, as aliens scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, those who are chosen. So he is writing to a group of scattered people that are all over the place in, in a cultures that have, have false teachings and false doctrines and false gods. And so he doesn't want uh, his, these people he's writing to be, to be rocked, just like we, we saw in 2 Thessalonians, Thessalonians. Don't be alarmed, don't be afraid, don't be rocked in your foundation by what is being told. Remember, remember, remember. And so uh, what he does is he's going to tell us the reason for why he wrote this letter. So, if you are an inductive Bible study student, this is what you want to do. You want to be walking through the entire letter and draw a blue circle around every reference to Peter. And as you do that, then you go back through all of first or second Peter, looking at those blue circles and then write a list on what you learn about Peter. Then go back and do the same about the recipients. Draw a red box. And when you draw a red box around the recipient, you go back and list and find out what you learn. You're creating historical context as well as finding out the reason for writing. Well, Peter clearly tells us the reason he's writing in 2 Peter chapter 3, verses one and two, he says, this is now, beloved, the second letter I'm writing to you in which I'm stirring up a sincere, in you a sincere mind by the way of reminder that you should remember the words spoken beforehand by the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior spoken by your apostles. So what he wants them to do Is he wants them to remember? So, this entire letter is going to be a recap and a review of why it's so important to be grounded in the foundation of God's Word. He's going to address some other topics. He's going to let us know what's going on in the last days before Christ's return, he's going to tell us about those who are mocking believers those who are mocking God's word, those who are mocking the promises. He's also going to address head-on how a believer should respond in light of the second coming of Jesus Christ. He's going to talk to us about the day of the Lord. All right, And so Second uh, Peter, very interesting. We are going to look at it together, but he also he says, the day of the Lord and the day of God what's the difference is there a difference between the day of the Lord and the day of God another thing that we're going to look at in the podcast over the next number of weeks is coming up in second Peter chapter 3 where he tells us that uh, since all these things this is verse 11 second Peter chapter 3 verse 11 since all these things are to be destroyed in this way what sort of people ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness Uh, verse 12 looking for and hastening the coming day of god because of which the heavens will be destroyed by burning and the elements will melt away with intense heat well uh, one of the questions that i had and one of the questions that i dug into as i walked through second peter is what does it mean to look for and hasten the coming day of christ folks i cannot wait to get to that week I am so excited about that week, but it is so far off. And so uh, we won't worry about too much right now. But what we've got here, this overall letter that we're going to be looking at and because this is the overview week this is a shorter week we're just kind of setting the stage so what we have is we've got a group of believers scattered all over a number of different areas all right they are under attack they have been facing suffering and persecution according to first peter the suffering and persecution has been turned up the fire is there And what Peter wants them to do is that he wants them to stand firm and hold fast in the suffering, but also in chapter 2, he wants them to remember. He wants them to hold strong to the truth of God's word. Don't let your foundation be rocked in light of false teachers and false teaching that is coming. And so chapter 1, if I were to theme it out, he's going to lay out for us of what it looks like to, for a believer to live in Jesus Christ. He's going to show us the qualities of a Christian. I cannot wait for this. Uh, let me just read the first three verses as we'll we'll dig into this next week. Uh, Simon Peter, a bondservant, and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have received the faith as the same kind as ours by righteousness of our God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace multiplied to you in the knowledge of god and of jesus our lord seeing that his jesus divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence i mean just think about this he's just going to open this introduction of this letter And he's going to nail us with the very fact that we, because of what we know, because of where we stand, because of the position that we are in, God has granted us everything that we need uh, pertaining to living a life of godliness through his word. And then we're going to walk through all of those qualities. It's going to be next The next episode of the podcast, I'm telling you right now, it is going to be so challenging. It is going to be so convicting as we look at these qualities and we challenge ourselves to really evaluate our lives up against what we're seeing here. All right. We also know that uh, when he begins to address false teachers, that becomes at the end of chapter one and into chapter two. So I put a theme At the top of chapter 2 is beware of false prophets. Uh, Verse chapter 2 verse 1. But false prophets also arose among the people. Just as there will also be false teachers among you. Who secretly introduced destructive heresies. Even denying the master who brought them bringing swift destruction upon themselves. Do you hear it. Secret destructive heresies. It's not wide out wide out in the open it's secret it's it's done in the closets and in the corners and it's done within the church it's just like this progressive christianity that Alyssa childers and michael youssef talk about and when we look at these things we're going to see how this all works and how we can be prepared how we can line everything up to the plumb line of God's Word, that when we study God's Word and we hear false teaching, alarm bells ring in our ears and we begin to shut off those other teachings and focus on the Word of God. One of the reasons that we, as precept, we want you to dig into the Word for yourself so that those alarm bells will ring and you won't fall into the path of following after teachers who do not teach the truth of god's word all right and then finally as as, as chapter three that will wrap up i've got the theme and it says stand firm on the promises his word is true so he's going to teach us how to stand firm how to hold fast just like chapter one and then the final aspect of cha- of chapter three is that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of God. Peter's going to challenge us, and he's going to tell us, you haven't learned everything yet. Keep learning, keep growing until the return of Jesus Christ. Folks, I'm so excited. I cannot wait to dig into this with you. That's your overview of the week. Why is it so important to study? Because we are in a battle for truth we're not only in a battle for truth with those of the world, we're in a battle for truth right within our own churches. This morning, I received a message just before I was getting to re- ready to record this podcast. And I won't read the whole message to you, but I'll give you uh, just a clear understanding. There's a, a church that is in the midst of a search for a pastor. And th- this person asked if it was possible for Um, me to have a conversation with um, one of the people in the church because as they search for the pastor, they know that churches around the country are being infiltrated with a false gospel and a false truth. And they want to make sure that they find somebody who will fill their pulpit, who will be there on a regular basis, that will teach the word of God and only the word of God. You see, it's happening right within our churches now. It's been happening for years. Nothing is new. Everything old is new again. But here we are. We're in a position of where we have things like this technology here. Right now, it's so interesting, isn't it, because of COVID, that we have this ability that we can shop churches on YouTube each and every week if you're in lockdown, I mean, in Ontario, our churches were beginning to meet, and we've now stopped being able to do that. We're down to like five or ten people who are allowed in the church. And because we have this opportunity to go and search out other services, services that are held in the United States, services that are held across Canada, how do we know what we're getting from the Word of God from each of these people and all these churches across Canada is the truth? The only way to know it is be in the truth for yourself. Let the alarm bells ring because you know God's word so well. I cannot wait to dig in, folks. I hope you will study with me. Why do I want you to study with me? I want you to study with me so you just don't take my word for what this, word, this book says. Because maybe, maybe you need to call me out on something that's going to come out of the scriptures. And I'm ready to take that on because I want you to know it for yourself. I want you to dig in. I want you to understand it. I want you to be a good student of God's word. I want you to engage in his word and grow in your relationship with him. Father, we do thank you for this technology. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this book. Father, I pray, I pray, I pray that as we walk through this uh, over the next number of weeks that we would handle this text well, that you would be glorified as we look at these scriptures. But Father, that we would be on alert to the very fact that false teaching is happening in and around us, that people are being deceived each and every day, and that there is only one true gospel, there's only one true word, and we have it right in front of us. We have the tools, we have the ability, we have the skills. Just give us the desire and the hunger to dig in and study. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
0: Thank you for listening. For more information about Precept Ministries, head to our website at www.preceptministries.ca.